You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, the spectacular, the wonderful, the one-hour man, Zach Batista. (laughs) (laughs) I like it, I like it. The Iron Man. God, what a way to describe this fucking episode. (laughs) Oh, boy. I like the names you give me each week, they're good. Well, I, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna try to start. Ryan used to do it to me on Hit the Book, so I think I'm gonna bring it over. I'm down with it. I got. I got stuck. I got stuck with. I got. I didn't get stuck with, but my my nickname became the Spicy Nugget, and that's it. <laughs> the Spicy Nugget. There, there was some. There was some good ones back in the day, though, when like we first started that mm. that you could go listen to here on the Cannot Network if you go to the backlog on CannotPod.com. Uh, <laughs> you can you can hear all the fun nicknames. Uh, me and Ryan used to give each other. The anyway. This isn't hit the books. This is independent waters. Oh, this is boy. when. This is Wednesday. This is our day. Yeah, it is. This is our day here. So we are going to give you some more independent wrestling matches to check out. Uh, Zach, do you remember who started last week? Uh, let's see. Uh, let me see. Right off the bat, I had that. I want to say that I started last week. All right. So then I'm going to kick us off. Then, if that's just all right with you, go for it. All right, so for my first match, I have I have one from the old classic, Beyond Wrestling. God. <laughs> Love Beyond Wrestling. They always they always they always put out bangers. What can I say? Oh, reliable. Exactly. It's so if you if you have, if I'm struggling ever to find a match, I'm just like Beyond YouTube channel. Ah, perfect. There's like ten. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, so this one is uh, Bear Country taking on Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed. Oh, uh, together they are known as Injustice. Yeah, it's Injustice. That's some good yes. shit right there. So we got them in a tornado tag match. Mm. Not just any old tag team match, a tornado tag match. So much better than a usual tag match. I agree, especially with two two fat, two speedy guys like Oliver and uh, Reed. Mm-hmm. Very, very good, very good matchup. This was. Uh, so this this match starts off. They're kind of in each other's faces, both teams, uh, and then Bear cut, and then. Uh, I think Bro- I think it was Bronson, yeah, Bronson of Bear Country, just decks Myron, Ooh. like just punches him right in the mouth, ma- just punches him right in the mouth and takes him down. And then uh, Boulder, the other, it's Boulder and Boulder and Bryson are in Bear Boulder, sorry, in Bear Country, it's Boulder and Bronson. Dang, <laughs> yeah, it's Bear Bo- I, Bear Boulder and Bear Bronson. That is a mouthful. Those two names. Now that I'm thinking about it, the more. Yeah. So they. They are. They, they. I think they've been on AEW recently. I think they were in the. Um, I think they were in the tag team like Eliminator at Revolution. Oh, okay. Uh, 
So they're they're just two big beefy dudes. Like if like when I tell when I say Bear Country, you could probably picture the guys that are in on this team if mm. you haven't heard of them before. Yeah. They're just very big beefy dudes with beards. <laughs> they're here to throw people around and look like lumberjacks. Yeah, pretty anyway. much big beefy lads with big beards. Exactly, exactly. So they're so uh they they start off doing a you know just brutalizing Oliver and Reed, throwing them around, just tossing them left and right around the ring, uh, mm. hitting them with high impact moves, you know. But then Oliver and Reed get some good. So I'm just gonna yeah. So Injustice gets some awesome offense in here. Uh, they start doing some sweet double team moves. They are uh, they, at one point they knock Bol- they knock Boulder out of the ring, and Bronson's the only one there. And uh, they hit him with a couple of big kicks, and then Oliver goes behind and like hooks his arms, and then. Reed hits a super kick, and as, and then as he hits the super kick, Oliver does like a suplex. Ooh, yeah, it was really sweet. Like uh, that. He took took out Bronson, and then Oliver grabs Reed, like throws him up on the top rope, and then Reed like springboards to the outside onto Boulder. Ooh, okay. It was it was pretty dope. Uh, they were hitting some pretty sweet double team moves, and then uh. Sorry, after that suplex, uh, Bronson rolled out of the ring. So, uh, Reed did that. Re- Myron Reed did the the springboard I just said, mm-hmm. and then Bronson Reed was on another side of the ring, and Oliver did a suicide dive uh, cutter to the outside to Bronson. Ooh! Oh my God! Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, yeah. Injustice getting some some uh, some offense in here, and then they fight. They fight for a while outside the ring. Uh, nothing really of note happens while they're fighting outside the ring, except for the fact that at one point, Boulder picks up Reed and just, like, military presses him over his head, Mm -hmm. and just walks to the edge of the boardwalk, uh, (laughs) and the crowd goes, no, don't throw him in! (laughs) Because it's not like a boardwalk where it's, like, it's not like the boardwalk where it's, like, beach and then sand, and then Mm -hmm. water, it's just water. Oh, Oh, like shit. over the edge, so it looks so. Boulder just picks up Reed and starts walking towards the edge of the boardwalk, like he's just gonna yeet him into the ocean. Oh my god! And Oliver comes up and is like, "No, don't do that." I'm getting flashbacks pulls- of the Gulf of Mexico match from WWE's ECW. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. It's not a good match. <laughs> good to know. Um, so Jordan Oliver's like, "No, no, no! Don't throw my partner to the ocean, please." Uh, runs over, <laughs> pulls pulls Reed off of uh, uh like out of out of the grip of uh Boulder, mm-hmm. and then and then Reed and Oliver both try to like you know like when they do when they try to eliminate a big guy in like the Royal Rumble and they like grab him by the feet and go to throw him over yeah. the top rope. They they basically do that on the edge of the boardwalk trying to get him into the ocean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but then of course Bronson comes and makes the save and they fight their way back to the ring. No one, unfortunately, no one gets thrown in the ocean. Damn, one of these days. <laughs> uh, I, I listen in the summer. If Beyond goes back to that boardwalk, I think it's the, I think it's the boardwalk behind the showboat, actually. Oh, okay. Where, where we went for uh, take care. But, nice. Yeah, if they ever do that again, I would love to see a spot where they just eat somebody into the water. <laughs> I would love to uh, see that. It would be very funny. Uh, anyway, so that all happens. They fight back into the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's then uh that's when Bear Country gets the upper hand again, uh. So I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what how this happened. Boulder I think like power slammed, uh Byron Reed. Mm-hmm. 
And then Bronson, and then uh, Jordan Oliver was going for like a uh, like a, a Hurricane Rana of some sort, you know? Yeah. But he gets caught. Okay. And then Bronson has him in like the the like the pile driver position, mm-hmm. and he just runs over, jumps, and pile drives him onto Myron Reed. Oh. Uh, they go for the double pin. Both both Oliver and uh, Myron Reed both kick out. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, they both kick out, fight back to their feet, end up getting the upper hand. They take out uh, Boulder, and Bronson is the only one in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this this lets uh, Myron Reed hit a uh, hit like a springboard four fifty splash. Nice. After Oliver take after Jordan Oliver like takes him down. Mm-hmm. Reed hits a four fifty splash springboard four fifty, and then Oliver and Reed. Both pile on top of Bronson and get the one, two, three. Ah, uh, the classic pile on for the win. <laughs> the, the the double pin, yeah. Love it. So this match was short. I know I made it seem longer than it was because I had to describe a lot of the spots. Mm-hmm. Because they were like a little complicated, but it was fine. Just a tad um, bit. Yeah, it was. It was. I think this match was good. It wasn't like mind-bogglingly amazing, but it was solid. Uh, I think I'll. I think I'll give it the high meh here. Fair I think it was enough. decent. I liked it a lot. These two put on a good show. Uh, I liked it. I liked it being a tornado tag match, which is something you don't see a lot, which is so nice because mm. <laughs> it just lets them do a bunch of cool double team moves that you don't normally see. You know, it automatically like adds. It gives you like an automatic new thing to do in a match, and it makes it really sweet. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Well, at yeah, least I like so, the condition, the competition stipulation. Yes. So I'm gonna give this this one a high meh. Uh, Bear Country versus In- Injustice, the team of Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed from Beyond Wrestling. Go check that out, free on YouTube. Uh, awesome, awesome match. Uh, Zach, what is your first match of the week? I decided to find a wrestler, a match for a wrestler that we've seen before, MV Young, at a promotion I have never yes. heard of. Okay, and I ended up finding MV Young versus the Lucky leader of the Polyam Cult. Yep. Versus Lucky 13 at Pro Magic Wrestling. I believe is what the whole thing is. Let me make sure I got that right, because I remember I, I read this name, and I was like, that's the name? I'm like, all right, Pro Wrestling Magic. That's it. <laughs> okay. My fault. No, it's so, okay. Go ahead. So the match starts off. MV Young makes his way into the ring. He's got the key to the kingdom. The uh, Magic Kingdom, I believe it was how they described it. It's basically a Money in the Bank uh, briefcase, <laughs> from what I can tell. Okay. Uh, 13 comes in, he's got bandages on his chest, because apparently he went through a war with some guy, because he's, like, this hardcore, like, wrestler with super, like, aerial, I guess, like, high flyer, you know what I mean? So the match starts off with a, a brief back and forth of chain wrestling between the two, which starts off flow at first, but then quickly ramps up as the two fight back and forth for control over the match, until 13's able to send Young to the outside, which... When he threw him over the rope, it looked like he actually lost control for a second. I remember thinking to myself, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Uh, don't hurt yourself, please. <laughs> like, okay. went, like, they, like, Young went over the ropes. It looked like for a second he lost the grip on the ropes and then quickly grabbed it as he fell out. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, okay. Didn't want to th- see that, but all right, dope. 13 tries to baseball slide Young, but Young quickly then dodges and then runs into the ring and immediately jumps over the ro- over the top rope onto the apron and then punts 13 in the face. Nice. Young then dominates on the outside with stiff strikes, uh, but then after he throws 13 into the rings, he then eats a basement drop kick to the face, which looked really good. And then fall and then uh <laughs> 13 falls up with a 
Really scary looking backflip over the top rope. You know when like a wrestler runs towards the top rope and they twist in midair and do a backflip over it onto the floor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did this, but Young did not entirely catch him, I'm pretty sure. Uh-oh. <laughs> so half of him landed on Young, and the other half of him, I'm pretty sure, just landed on the floor. Oof. And I, again, this is the second time I was like, God, that was really dangerous, but okay. Or, oh, Jeez, looked like that, that looked gave. awful. God, that could have been dangerous, even more awful looking, but okay, you salvaged it a bit. However, mm-hmm. then, I funnily enough, so 13 throws Young into the ring, gets up on the top rope, does this great looking senton just over the top rope onto Young, and I was just like, damn, that was really, like, I was like, wow, okay. And that kind of damn, sums dude. up this effect. Damn, this, dude. Yeah, exactly. That kind of sums up my feelings on this match. Is that there are some rest- there's some spots that don't look the best and the wrestling is fine. And then there's some spots just out of nowhere that are just I'm like, damn, that looked good. Like, okay. Shit. So I like it. Back to the I'm match in. a bit. Thirteen conti- tries to continue his offense for a bit, but is quickly cut off by Young hitting a fucking lumbar check onto thirteen, which if any of you don't know what uh Cedric Alexander's lumbar check, it's basically just a back suplex that drops into a double knee backbreaker. Looks awesome. If you've ever always looks if you've so awesome. Never seen a lumbar check. It's a fantastic looking move. The best, the best lumbar check I've seen is when Cedric Alexander hit a lumbar check on Candice LeRae, and it Ooh. looked like she died. <laughs> I think the best one might might be when he did it on Leo Rush, and I think Leo Rush literally popped into the air like a foot off the ground, and then just fell face first or something. I think it was a Rush. Okay, it might have been Swan though, but I might be wrong. I mean. Both of those make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so Young then immediately cinches in a Boston Crab for a bit. And then, uh, so then he does the classic spot that you and I both wince in love, where he pulls both of 13's arms back, sticks his foot just right into the right in between his shoulder blades, and just stomps his face right into the mat. Yikes. Oh, I love this spot so much, but God, does it make me wince every time someone takes it. Like the, like, like the one we saw that happened to the Alley Cat at yeah. the Collective, where it's just like, BAM! Which, funnily enough, by the way, now that, that the, her taking that spot makes more sense to me now that I know that she fight, wrestles people like fucking schlack. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense now. Yep. <laughs> that spot, I, that the first time I, honestly, I know, I know that's like, that was like, uh, that was a reference to like an old spot, I think, like a, like a, a Japan spot. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember exactly where it was. I, honestly, I sound like I probably like an idiot right now, but. It's fine. I remember it was, it was, it was a spot ideas. from another, like, another place that I can't really remember. Mm-hmm. And it was the first, it was the first time I've seen a spot like that, where it's just like, hold the shoulders back, slam head into Matt. Mm-hmm. And it just looks like death every Face time. Matt. <laughs> exactly. It just looks so brutal. <laughs> it does. Never looks, uh, either you take the move and you don't entirely take it. And you're like, okay, that makes sense. Or you just straight eat Matt. And it's just like, yep. God, that must've sucked. Yeah. Yeah. It looks, it, look, it looks rough every time. Mm hmm. So, Young then proceeds to beat down 13 every time he tries to get up and get some offense back in. But a 13 is able to get back into the match by uh, countering an Irish whip into the corner, using it to, like, jump over Young. Ba- he do- then does mm-hmm. a backflip just for style points. Because then he hits Young in the face of the high knee, which looks good. And, okay. then, he hits- and then he hits a really good-looking suplex into the corner. And then finishes it off with a Swanton Bomb off the top, which looks awesome. Nice! Solid wrestling, good spots. I, I, I'm enjoying myself. Young then okay. somehow kicks out of this. Because I remember I wrote this because I was like, oh shit, he actually didn't lose off that. All right. <laughs> Is able to counter uh, a thir- an Irish whip by 13 with his own. Then stops. 
So, 13 goes to kick him in the face, but he uh, grabs his legs when he's in the corner and throws him over the middle rope, then gives him, then just whips a stiff kick right into his back, and then as he's wincing from that, grabs his shoulders and then hits him with a backstabber, followed by a cannonball Ooh. onto him from uh, when he's laying in the corner. All right, all right. Young goes for a package pile driver. 13 counters it with a backdrop, but Young barely lands on his feet. Then 13 hits his own package pile driver. No way. Then, I know. Anything you can do, I can do better. <laughs> 13 True. then boots, boots uh, Young in the stomach, throws him up in the air, kicks him in the chest, hits a disgusting knee to his face, and then finishes off with a backflip double knees to the chest. Young, of course, kicks out of this. So 13 then goes to the well again and tries to go for the same move, but Young dodges out of it and then hits three massive German suplexes. Awesome. Okay. I'm always nice. a fan of a German. The two then go back and forth with stiff, closed fist strikes to each other's faces until Young is able to come out on top with a Blue Thunderbomb-esque looking move. Like, he lifts him up in the air and he spins him a bit, but it's not like a full-on Blue Thunderbomb, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then once 13 kicks out of it, Young immediately transitions it into a Boston Crab. 13 is actually, though, able to wiggle his way out of it. Hits a series of kicks, and then hits what I... Ah, now I remember this. He hits what I think was supposed to be a springboard flipping DDT. Okay. So he springboards, jumps back into Young, who's standing up, and then they both do a flip. Like, he does a flip, Young does a backflip, and he spikes him into the mat with a DDT. But 13 Mm -hmm. didn't fully rotate or one of them they didn't get a full rotation the two of them so for a second it looked like young just got dropped on his neck thankfully upon replay that was not the case and i was like that's third that's three times now (laughs) thank goodness thank goodness and then following this up we get to the finish where 13 goes for a dragon screw backflip whiffs and just eats the mat and as a result 13 uh, young immediately pounces on 13 cinches in a cross face and taps him out for the win Okay, okay, big. I like that. It was a solid match with a couple good-looking spots. I'm going to give this match a meh. Okay. There were some okay. spots that were a bit scary, too, but, like, other than that, like, like I said, like, there were some spots here that, like, Younger 13 did that I remember thinking to myself, damn, that looked good. But then there were other spots where the wrestling was like, all right, that's fine. I've seen worse okay. by far, and I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the match for a, like, 10-minute match, I think it was. Yeah, so, I, I, I don't know. Fact, I don't know. You, you were the one who watched it. I, I know that all my matches are, like, 10 minutes ish this week because of the match that I threw upon the gauntlet of a match I threw upon us which we'll be getting late to later can't wait to okay that match. okay yeah we'll, we'll uh, yeah we'll get to that later for sure all right so you gave that one a math let's get to my second match of the week my second match I picked because a certain a certain someone recently uh became all elite <laughs> And this one is Penelope Ford taking on none other than All Ego Ethan Page. Yep. From GCW. Uh, this match is pretty good, actually. Uh, <laughs> Go it was like an, it was like it was like an eight minute match, but it was like really decent. Like they really packed a lot into it. Uh, Page, of course, is being a complete dickhead as soon as this match starts because Penelope Ford storms right up to him, puts him in a headlock, and he's just like has a straight face the entire time he's in this headlock. And, oca- <laughs> and occasionally he just, oca- like, at one point he's just like, ah, oh no. Like, he's like waving his hands. He's like, ah, this hurts. <laughs> oh no, and then he, like, shoves what will I ever do? Off. Yeah, and then he like shoves Ford off. And then Ford like puts it, like does like the arm 
like like does the arm ringer. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh no, oh gosh, oh my shoulder, ow, oh oh, he really got me. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just playing, like he's just being a complete dickhead and just no selling forward the whole the whole beginning of this match. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Ethan Page not be a heel unless he's the Karate Man. That's true. I don't even know if the Karate Man's not a heel. This is true. <laughs> um. Yeah. So <laughs> after after all after Ethan Page being an absolute dickhead, uh, he goes to throw. He throws. He Irish whips Ford into the corner, and she does the thing where she like hops over, mm-hmm. and then he rushes at her. She kicks him. She starts getting some offense in right here. She jumps off, gets like a nice uh like a nice drop kick. Uh, she throws him out of the ring, hits a suicide dive, and he like catches her. But then she like turns her him catching her into a DDT. Ooh. Uh, and knocks him out on the outside. Uh, he she throws him back in the ring, climbs back up to the top rope, goes up, jumps off the top rope. Paige catches her and just spins her into a backbreaker. Ooh, that's yeah, that's no bueno for Ford. No, no, it was not. It looked brutal, just like. Just like, and nope, bam. Bam. Absolutely just dropping forward. Uh, these two go back and forth for a little while longer. Uh, you know, nothing really exciting happens up until uh, Ford hits the, uh, Ford is able to get back Ethan Page into the corner and she hits the, the, oh no, right. Ford is down. Then Page tries to go up to the top rope mm-hmm. and Ford does a back handspring at like jumping elbow Ooh. to Page on the top rope. Uh, she gets up on top with him. Looks like she's going for a superplex, but then Paige fights out of it. Just picks up Ford in like a scoop slam position, just from, just yeah. off, while he's standing on the top rope, oh. and just yeets her off. Oh my god! He he just throws her off. She lands, and then he hits a swanton bomb. Ah, oh my god! A fucking all right. Shit. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, Ford kicks out of that. Uh, gets up, runs, hits him, hits uh, Paige with a hurricane rana. Gets him into like this is the hurricane runner that goes into like the pin attempt, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paige kicks out. Then, uh, <laughs> that the Paige kicks out. They both get to their feet. Paige just picks up Ford and just power bombs her. Ooh. Like literally, looks like she got folded in half. Paige goes for the pin. Poor, Ford kicks out. Oh shit! Uh, and then uh, they get into a little bit of a back and forth. Then Paige ends up getting Ford in a Boston Crab. Uh, the entire time Ford is in this Boston Crab, she is flipping Ethan Page off, <laughs> uh, and she refuses to tap out. This pisses Page off, so he crosses her legs, pulls her, puts his knee on her back, Ooh. Put yeah, puts his knee on her back, and then, like, grabs her head and puts her in a headlock while pulling her legs back and just, like, folds her in, like, a U. Oh, my God. To which Penelope Ford does tap out, and Ethan Page wins. Yes, yeah, that's an acceptable reason. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like the Boston Crab wasn't doing it, and this is like she was just she just kept flipping Page off, and Page got just uber pissed and was like, "All right, fine, fine, you want to be a bitch? You I'll do this then. We'll just we'll just bend you like a fucking piece of taffy. We'll see how you fucking if you want to tap out <laughs> exactly." This. And yeah, she did tap after this, and apparently, according to the announcers, this match was for Ethan Page's soul. What? Because he, like, I forgot, ex- like, they didn't really go into a lot of detail about it, but during the match they were talking about how Ethan Page accidentally, like, signed his soul away. 
Okay. Uh, because some, because somebody like disguised himself as a fan and asked him to sign like a coloring book page, and underneath the coloring book page was like a contract that he signed. What the fuck? I don't oh, fucking know, all right. Man. Oh, I love wrestling. <laughs> but it was like, <laughs> but the end of the match, Ethan Page wins, and then the ring announcer goes and and retaining his soul, Ethan Page. <laughs> like, cool, man. What the fuck? I love wrestling. It's goddamn. Wrestling is great sometimes. It really is. <laughs> I still. I wish I. I wish I like knew the whole story behind this. Instead, because they, they just like brought it up so casually, and I was like, "Wait, what? This you, match you, is you just got, for you, got, you gotta rewind." Hold on. This man's in kayfabe's life was on the line. <laughs> he just casually just brought that up like it wasn't even a point. Literally, I was like, "I was like, bro, what?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, besides that, this match is really good. Uh, I I enjoyed it a lot. These two, it was like, like I said, it was short, but they packed a lot into it. Uh, it really it it made Penelope Ford look good, and it didn't make Ethan Page look bad, mm-hmm. which is always great. You know, when you can elevate both superstars in the same match, and I think this was one of those matches where it's like Ford looked really good, Page looked really good, and these two just both elevated each other and made each other look very good. Mm. And this match just was. Very good for the both of them, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't think, like I said, I don't think was, I don't think it was a markout per se, but I'll give it the I'll give it a I'll give it a high meh. It was it was solid. I enjoyed it a lot, and then just just the, the stakes of Ethan Page's soul being on the line really <laughs> that just really made it, it something special. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so I'll I'll give this one the high meh. It was solid. I really liked it a lot. Uh, these nice. two, like I like I said, these two really just elevated each other in this one. All made right. for made for a decent match. Yeah, so what's your second match this week? We are flying through these, yeah, which is good are. because we have a big one to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I decided to find a match with Heidi Howitzer, a wrestler I have not reviewed since La Rosa Negra. She fought La Rosa Negra at uh, Title Match Wrestling, I believe it was. When? What, what episode was that? That was a while back. <sighs> yeah. It has been a minute, and I I'll, have... I'll, you, you, do, you, you continue going. I'll look. All right. So I found a match against with her going against... The FSW Women's Champion Maserati at Daily Wrestling's Match Madness tournament. This is the first round of this tournament. This actually happened like a couple days ago. Like it was aired. Match a days Madness. Ago. Match Madness. Okay. okay. So first to make their entrance is of course the champ Maserati with her entourage Stella, which is a big, tall black woman who ain't taking no shit from anyone. She is her valet in this, and right off the mm-hmm. bat, she just. Maserati just oozes charisma and just the attitude of a cocky chicken shit heel you just want to see get walloped, and I love it. But granted, if anyone's listened to this show enough, you know that I love me my obnoxious cocky heels, and I I can't help it. They're great. Like, she's, like, giving the crowd, like, you know, like, in high school and, like, the stuff where, like, the the popular girl put, like, the L on her forehead and just say you're a loser? She's just doing that Mm -hmm. to the crowd. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) I'm just like, man fucking mid-2000s call. Holy shit. I remember, I remember when that was a fucking thing. What a, whatever major loser. <laughs> Heidi then comes in, and Heidi is just this cool, collective, just badass. She just gives off this orb, just a badass. Like She gives like the uh, like, like a Max Payne meets Road Warrior like vibe of just like, she's just a badass. Which nice. is hilarious when like Maserati's basically like a chihuahua bouncing around the ring just talking shit, and she's just kind of like just calm and cool just in the corner. This is also okay. where I learned that uh, 
Heidi is apparently from the future in a war against robots and babes. So, I'm sorry? Yeah. That, that Again, was... that, that's one of those things you can't just say to me. Yeah, it was just, in her announcer, she is the rad warrior in a war against the robots and fighting for the babes or something like that. I believe it was Incredible. the whole thing. I was like, I already like her more for that alone. I love it. So right out the gate, before the match even gets going, Maserati runs the runs to the ropes and just <laughs> grabs it as La Rosa Negra versus sorry real quick La Rosa Negra versus Heidi How versus Heidi Howitzer from Mission Pro Wrestling Mission Pro Independent Waters episode twenty two twenty two felt like longer oh wait, well we did have other stuff in between we had a lot of other stuff in between <laughs> so right uh, off the, anyway continue sorry. right off the bat Maserati immediately runs to the ropes when Heidi approaches her and she's just kind of saying like ref get her off me he's like you can't touch me. Mm-mm, you can't touch me and Heidi's just kind of like I, I haven't even touched you yet but okay <laughs> the two go for a collar double tie up and Maserati just ducks Heidi and then just kind of gives her a little bop on the back of her head and kind of dances away taunting her and at this point Heidi kind of gives her the look of like alright I've had about had enough of this this has been like it's been like less than a minute I'm already tired of this shit mm-hmm. she then so Maserati then starts to flex on Heidi across the ring like, so asking, like where's all that be- where's that beef where's all that beef man you said you were so strong before this match. And <laughs> it's shortly after this that uh, Heidi actually gets a grip on Maserati. And while Maserati is able to get out of this like this hole by stomping on Heidi's feet, she goes to grab Heidi by the waist and lift her off the ground, but she can't even lift her. And Jeez. it's kind of funny you're mentioning like the Ethan Page like expression, because Heidi's expression was the basic express like the perfect expression of come on. Like just come like on. come on. Like she isn't even like giving her anything. Like she's like, huh? <laughs> she's just not no selling it entirely i had a good chuckle from that one and then uh so then heidi then bumps her in the stomach with her with her butt and then sends her to her knees from that before then kind of giving her like the little like the hand forward come at me bro thing like come on which bring me which like uh, what's the word i'm uh come at me or something like that okay and of course she <laughs> she uh maserati at this point is begging her for like like not to beat the shit out of her so then she starts to slowly approach her, like, still begging, and then she tries to, like, fake her out and grabs her ankle to, like, lift her foot up. But then, ironically, Heidi just kind of smugly, like, just reaches over a few inches and grabs the ropes in front of her. So she can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And then kind of takes her foot and shoves Maserati off. Which, <laughs> so then she's dazed, and Heidi lifts her, lifts her up, goes to the crowd and says, you want to see Maserati do some donuts? And then she just spins her like a helicopter in the ring. Which okay. I, I appreciate the wordplay that a Maserati is doing donuts in the ring. <laughs> yeah. Good one. I love it so much. I love that enough. I, I like me my puns. Anywho. So, I got flashbacks when I reviewed her match because then she does the uh, the We Will Rock You stomp and clap, which I now know is her symbol that she's about to take her opponent to Titty City. Yeah. Which is where Again. she <laughs> loves the names, man. <laughs> she... Yells, Titty City, takes two open hand, palm, two double palms to both her palms, and then just slaps the chest of, of Maserati, makes a loud-ass noise, sends her to her knees, her valet Stella's trying to help her to the, help her, like, up as she's on the apron. She then, as she's getting up and Heidi reaches out to get her, she pokes her in the eye without the ref knowing, and then, uh, and then Maserati grabs Heidi by the face, gives her a soul food from the apron, and then, uh, so then she grabs her by the hair, poses for the crowd, does like the L on her forehead as she's just posing with with Heidi, who's stunned after this. She does then the begins... shape of an L on her forehead. 
<laughs> because the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Yeah, it's the I I literally was trying to. I was like, I'm like, he's referencing a song, and I hate that I don't know the name of what it is right now. How could I forget all the Back to the rules, and I hit the ground running. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, she's then now begin. She starts beating down Heidi. Classic bit here. Then she there's a fun detail there where she headbutts Heidi, and like it sends her back right. But as she's mm-hmm. like Heidi's recovering, you see her kind of like rubbing her head, like, "Oh, that also hurt me a lot." Like, "Oh, I oh, should have done that." That wasn't the best. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wins with a headbutt. Exactly. Unless you're Samoan, apparently. <laughs> Literally. Heidi the only, does, that's the only time that's the only time you can use a headbutt effectively without hurting time. yourself is if you're Samoan and your head is a bowling ball. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so then Heidi does get back into it by getting Maserati in the corner. And then she delivers more double palm chops to her chest, followed by a European uppercut. And I, I have to give her props that these chops to her to uh, Maserati's chest had a lot of sound and oomph to them. Which, if I recall okay. correctly, when I did when uh, she did it on La Rosa, like the first couple didn't do it very well, but then the last one had a lot of impact. And I was like, "There we go, nice, so, there it is." So that I was like, "Oh, nice." I was like, "Let's go." She then uh, tries to keep this up, but Maserati's actually able to counter this and. Really, like, kind of like do they hit Heidi with the Uno reverse card and put her in, in the corner herself? No, you exactly. She then beats her down, hits her with a pair of double knees, and then so she double knees Heidi in the face. Heidi's like like her head's just kind of outside, like just outside of the uh, the ropes, right? Mm-hmm. Maserati runs off the apron, kicks her in the chest, and it doesn't look that bad. And then like as like just a second thought, like an afterthought, she kicks her in the face. But when she kicks her, it... You know what? Maybe I should keep kicking you. Like, But, like, the kick in the face is, like, it looked like she legit kicked her right in the jaw. I, I went, ooh, and there was one guy in the crowd going, oh, God! <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, that made my, my reaction. We think another funny little spot here where Maserati tries to pick Heidi up by one leg while she's laying in the corner, and she can't, and it's just kind of struggling, like, huh? <laughs> and Heidi's giving her case face, I'm like, are you kidding me, man? And funnily <laughs> enough, she finally gets her uh, her one foot up in the air, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, she's like, ha, I got you. And then Heidi takes her other foot that's not being held up, take put like pushes down her other leg. And like, she's kind of, as she's pushing it down, she takes Maserati's hands, fall to the floor, and she spikes her face into the mat. That was really okay. smart, actually. I actually was like, oh, nice. Sweet. Um, uh, Heidi goes for a pin, I'm pretty sure, here. Then Maserati kicks out. Heidi doesn't get much more offense in, though, as Maserati then uh, immediately cinches in a headlock. and uh, But then Heidi uses it to get out of her strength to get out of the hole. There's actually another really nice spot right after this here. Um, so Heidi throws Maserati into the ropes, right? Maserati mm-hmm. holds on to them, and Heidi runs at her. And I thought this was a botch at first, because Maserati looks like she's getting out of the apron. It looks like Heidi ran too fast, right? And then she fucking just straight swerved me because she transitioned the one foot that was still out, that was like outside of the apron into a spinning back kick into Heidi. Hmm. And I was like, oh, I was like, I'll shut the fuck up now. Okay. She then gives delivers a series of kicks. Heidi okay. regains control here for her a bit and starts to dominate Maserati. She goes for a powerbomb, but Maserati stomps on her feet again, gets out of it, hits her with a soul food once again, which knocks them both down. And then we finally get to the finish. So, Stella gets to the apron, get, like, yanks Maserati out of the ring as Heidi barely is able to get a pin on her, right? Okay. So, 
and this is after, if I recall correctly, she hits a stunner onto a Maserati, which Maserati, like, kind of does, like, a... Like, she pops out of it. It's a great sell by her. So okay. the ref's telling Stella, get out of here, you're done. You're ejected from ringside. You literally just <laughs> pulled her out of the ring. I don't want to hear it. Stella gets up on the apron and is like, what? No. She's, like, arguing classic heel manager. What? No, this is bullshit. No. What? Huddy's in the mean? ring telling her to get out or what or something like that. And then Maserati just slides into the ring with her title in her hand. She tells Heidi to turn around. She's going to knock her out. And then she brains her with the title and wins Ooh. off that. Yup. She literally yep. then walked around the ring, gloated to the crowd, got, like, just out of hands, reached from Heidi, and started, like, giving her the loser again. And then she strutted out with the belt in hand. Completely proud of the fact that she won like that. Aye. The worst. Boo. 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 Yeah, this match was good. The wrestling wasn't bad at all. In fact, like I said, like like similar to the last match, there were some shots and sequences here that stood out to me, and I was like, "Oh, that was really entertaining." But for me, this match, I'm gonna give a high met, specifically more so because of the character work by each of the women involved here. Like mm. Maserati did a great job of being an obnoxious heel that you want to see lose, and Heidi did an awesome job of just being like the foil of like stoic badass but also kind of plays into the crowd a bit just to like to give her the comeuppance that the crowd wants to see mm-hmm. it's nice you don't need a, you don't need a ton just to have a good match like that yeah okay i like it seems seems like it was decent yeah decent match all right cool 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 all right uh, time to get into the big ones it's Zach. Time. all right i gotta we both some... did our we both did our match our individual matches this week so let's get into the one we both took a look at oh i picked this match okay the backstory for this is a while back, if any of you have been w- listening for a while, I did a match. I did two individual matches, one with Tony Devin and one with Trisha Dora. Yes. And the week that that happened, unbeknownst to me, yeah. these two had a match at Beyond Wrestling that was sponsored by Sports Illustrated called The Iron Match. <laughs> Not Sports It was PWI. No, PWI, that's it. God. Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Pro Wrestling Illustrated. My bad. Called The Iron Match. It was going is the first intergender Iron Man match is what is yes. billed as, and it is an hour long baby. And my God, did I love this match! I don't know what it is about decadent Iron Man matches. It's like why do you have to? It's like why, why does feel the need to wrestle for an hour or two hours straight? <laughs> I don't know. Like man. we get it, you can go, man. I you can just have a normal match. It's okay. You don't need a two-hour Iron Man <laughs> match with Jordan Oliver. You, you don't have to knock yourself out. It's fine. God, I love I love me Tony Depp. He's a he's a cheeky little asshole, but I love him so much. Yeah. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. So let's 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 hop right into this hour hour long uh, yeah. Iron Man match. I'll say this right off the bat, just in case anyone doesn't have the time to listen to this whole thing. This match is basically watching two people play chess, with one being yes. more experienced in it and the other one being. Not as so, and then it all coming down to like towards the end of this when they really like when the tax when the, what's the word I'm looking here when um when, when it comes chips to are brass down, tax chips it, are down brass yeah, tax exactly then like then this match really picks up. Mm-hmm. But for those of you that are here for the long fall, welcome for our hour long this <laughs> review this hour long match. Yeah, this all match right. starts off pretty. It, pretty it's slow. very technical. It's a pretty slow. It, I mean, this. I mean, David Hour. So of course yeah. it's going to be a little slow. It's the first like ten minutes of this match. Are basically the two of them feeling each other out. Like neither mm-hmm. one of them has like a focus of what they're going to f- go for this match. They're just kind of trying to see what the other one's capable of here. Yeah, and they're both they're both just trying to feel each other up here, like feel, feel each other out here. Yeah. <laughs> let, like, let, me try, let me try that again. <laughs> they're 
They're Go both just it. trying to feel each other out here, like really trying to get, like really trying to get their bearings in this match. See how long, see see what they're gonna have to do to go to to go the distance in this one. Uh, one of my favorite parts is when Trisha Dora gets the like upper hand almost, and Deppin slides out of the ring, goes to commentary, just grabs the headset and goes, "She almost got me there," and then goes back <laughs> in the ring. <laughs> she like almost rolls him up, I think. Yeah, he's like, "She almost got me there." <laughs> he just he just goes back in and keeps fighting. Exactly. They get right back into the ring, and then at this point, you kind of start to see Deppin start to take a bit more control over over Adora. Like, mm-hmm. there's a point, or there's a really nasty hold here where he ties up her legs, pulls both of Adora's legs behind her back, flips her inside out so that her palms are facing towards him, and then he has her clap her hands. And I was like, that is, no one's body should ever bend like that, nor should they be forced to clap. Ever. He's like, yay! I'm like, God! <laughs> yeah, it was rough. And uh, uh, that was that was a really good spot. I think this is the point, actually, where he starts to decide on his point of attack's going to be Adora's leg, specifically her left leg. Because at this point, mm-hmm. he's kind of attacked her arm and her leg, but he hasn't decided on which one he wants to go for yet. Okay, there's one thing in this match that really confused me, actually. Ooh, and it's and it's whenever, whenever Adora would get the upper hand or get momentum... Uh, or whatever Devin like wasn't 100% in control of the match, he would just roll out of the ring. Yeah. Right? And he would run away and be a baby about it. And then he came back after running away, and then he gets in Trish's face, and he's upset that Trish isn't giving him a fight. Yes. He's like, he, he's like He's like, oh, Trish, come on, why don't you prove why you're here? Why don't you prove why you're in this match? And it's like, bro, motherfucker, every time she does, you run away! That's the point. <laughs> That, at least that's how like I take the shit. That's the point. Like, what do you mean? Why are you yelling at her for? She's trying to do. <laughs> she's trying to do stuff, and you keep running away like a bitch. <laughs> he is. They have gotten the reaction that they were probably. That's probably what they're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. Yeah. He spends a lot of this match. I actually like that detail of the match because, like, in this match, there is a total of maybe twi- three times Adora is out of the ring, two of which are of her own of volition, mm-hmm. and once, which is later that we'll get to. And I yeah. like that, because it kind of shows that she's like, she wasn't trying to run away from him. She wasn't chasing him. She was like, I'm going to stay in this ring, and we're mm-hmm. going to wrestle, and I'm going to beat your ass. Meanwhile, Deppin goes out every, like, 40 seconds. He's just, like, never, ever letting her get anything. Yeah, it's, and, and, like, like the, 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 the commentator was playing it up like, oh, it's a good strategy. Every it time is. she builds momentum, you escape and ruin that momentum. Get your bearings back together. Really take a breather. Drink mm-hmm. some water. He has a, He had a gallon of water. Yeah, he had like a gallon at ringside. Like he, he was the guy who came to this. He's like, I had a two-hour Iron Man match with Jordan Oliver. I know how an Iron Man match works. I have all He's the like, time I'm just, in gonna, the world. I'm just gonna keep this over here. <laughs> I'll spend as much time as I need resting. You can stay in the ring. Mm-hmm. So eventually, we actually get to the point where the two of them start shoulder checking each other. And I remember that I was like, oh shit, the match is actually like starting to like, like kick up a bit because I remember Adora. Basically kicked him in the chest to force him to break a hold on her, and it was like a heavy kick. And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so the two of them then start shoulder checking each other, and Adora definitely comes out on top and sends him back into the ring. And he looks flabbergasted that she just out, out, basically just outpowered, overpowered him. Mm-hmm. And then she finally starts to work on what she will then end up focusing on for the rest of this match, which is his left shoulder. Okay. Like Deppin does get the upper hand and inflicts more damage, and Adora is able to get more damage from him. But like a lot of this is like him just beating her down, forcing her to break pins, like, kind of, like, countering her holds on him. Like, she's doing damage to him, but, like, he's he's more experienced at the types of holes that she's putting him in, if I, mm-hmm. that makes sense. 
And like Mikey said, every time like she almost gets him in, like a hole that might actually like do a lot of damage, he either rolls her up or gets on a rope break and then immediately rolls out of the ring and gets away from her. Yes. The moment she gets into it. Mm-hmm. Literally like every every time. <laughs> <laughs> every single time. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. This, so this match at this point, I feel like has gone on for what? Like a half hour without a fall? Yeah, so the match, for the first 30 minutes of this match, it's a lot of them just being just super, like, basically what we just described there. And for, like, a half hour, they're, like, they're not really, like, going into it. Like, they, like it's a lot of Deppin and, like, the two, uh, Deppin and Adore trying to outmaneuver each other. The, the, the first half, so the way I found it was that the first half hour of this match was, like, the way the first, like, five, like, maybe, like, five minutes of a 15 wrestling match are. Yeah. Where it's like, they're not really wrestling yet, and they're not getting the spots in yet, but there's like, oh, he's got a headlock, oh, they're got a leg lock, oh, they're just, you know, trying to to feel each other out here. And so that goes on for a half hour. And honestly, to me, I didn't really like that too much. I, see, for me, I didn't mind that too much, because to me, it was, like I said, it was like watching two people play chess, because every time, like, they, like, Deppin would make a move. Like, you could see Adora was actively getting out of it. And the moment she would put him into another hole, like, they would count. I, I like that type of stuff. Okay. But I kind of figured that, like, you wouldn't be too enthusiastic, too into it. Yeah. I mean, I still watch, obviously. Yeah, I still, still watch, watch it, thing, obviously. Because I'm, I'm a professional. Yes. And I will say here, by the way, just a side note, the selling by these two is great. Adora, in particular, did a really fucking good job of selling the holes that Deppin had her in. Like, there's a point where he gets her in a bow and arrow, and he's basically choking her. And I'm just, I remember sitting there thinking to myself, damn, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that shit. Mm-hmm. But now let's get to the point where it was my favorite, one of my favorite parts of this match, which is the halfway mark. Okay. So, so right before the halfway mark, Adora is on the ground holding her left leg because he's basically worked her leg the entire match. Like, we've gotten to the point now where he's went from confident to cocky. Like, he's doing sit-ups on her when she's in, like, a figure four, and, like, he's like, oh, this is no sweat. So he goes over to the corner, gets a drink of water, and he's, like, doing this thing that Mikey said, which is, like, come on, get up. Where, where the hell's your fight, huh? Mm-hmm. So, and then, except when he walks over to her, he takes a sip of his jug, and then he just spits right in her face. And she just sits there, stunned that he just yeah. did the, had the gall to do that. And then she just fucking explodes on him. And these two, it looks like, it looks like, what, it looks like a fight where it's, like, two kids on the playground... Pretty much, yeah. Like, she, and they're just like, and they're just like brawling it out. Like, the she walks up, slaps him in the face, just kind of slapping him all over, and then he just j- takes her double leg takedown. They're just rolling over each other, just beating the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then Deppin, of course, tries to run out of the ring, and Adora gives off this like primal scream of just rage before she, for the first time, rolls out of the ring and just ro- goes to get him, and he gets her for a bit. Until she gets him onto the apron and then gives him just these chops of the chest that he just goes, oh my god, that hurts so goddamn much. Yeah. He's like, oh, that hurts so bad. Like, she is enraged, and she is like, I'm not going to take this shit anymore. And mm-hmm. I love it. I loved it so yes. much. Yeah, this is this is where Adora finally, like, flips that switch and just mm-hmm. goes just goes ham. She goes after him. He, like, gets her in, like, the bow and arrow hold I said from before. Another mm-hmm. one, actually. He's a lot of those. But then she counters it with a head scissors where she literally locks him in so that he's sitting up and she starts doing push-ups on him. Yep. Which is awesome. It was a nice little, uh, hey, fuck you too after he did the sit-ups on her. <laughs> like, oh, you want to show off? I can too. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Then there's a point where she locks him into a guillotine 
and he's forced to go to the ropes and head to the outside. And he goes to commentary, grabs the headset, and then asks the commentator why he booked him in this match against her. <laughs> and the guy's like, I didn't book you in this match. Like, you picked this match. <laughs> he's like, Deppin just Deppin just constantly running to commentary and grabbing that extra mic and just yelling random stuff. Is so I good. loved it. And I love all the guys like, go back in there and get your ass from her that she's waiting. He's like, I'll remember that. You'll regret yeah. saying that. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, I hope that doesn't lead to anything bad. Spoiler alert, it does for Adora. Yep. <laughs> God, I just love it. Like, the two of them just get... So, like, they, he gets back in the ring, immediately takes the fight to her, punches her for a bit, stamps on both her legs, and is just being disrespectful. And he hears commentators say, that's so disrespectful. He's like, oh, you want to see disrespectful, huh? So he mm-hmm. stomps on both her ankles. And he's like, hey, what you going to do now? So she just kind of, like... Goes, like, kind of, like, balls up for a second with her arms, and then she just gives a double palm strike to his gut. So he's now sitting in the corner in front of her. And then we get this disgusting spot, which hurts. I could feel this pain from here. Yeah. She uses both her legs to basically force Deppin's legs apart. And he screams bloody murder while this is happening. And he has to force a rope break. He just makes him do a split, yeah. Yeah, I was like, if you've ever been a guy and someone, like, kicked your leg out and you did a split on, not on, not like, not on purpose. Not on purpose. You know how this feels. Yeah, it hurt. It was, I was like, that is, that is just a disgusting spot and I love that. Mm Mm-hmm. It's creative, Mm -hmm. too. Very much so. This match is like... Kind of a clinic on technical wrestling and, like, just submission holds in general. Mm-hmm. And don't don't you worry, everyone who gets a little bored by the first half, they fucking ramp this shit up in the last half of this match. Yeah, they start they start doing some heavy, heavy impact moves. I have a couple of spots written down here. We have, a, like, a big... There's a there's one point where Adora absolutely just levels Deppin with a big boot. Oh, I remember uh, that, yeah. There's a point where Adora's laying down, like, like face down, and Deppin just hits a big, like, knee drop on the back of her neck. Oh, yeah, that was when he started to, like, be like, alright, I'm fucking done with this shit. I'm not, you, this is bullshit, you should not be fucking still, we should not be tied. We should, I should mm-hmm. be winning. He just... Which, by the way, still 0-0. Zero, zero. Yes, at the fucking, like, I think it's, like, at the 15-minute mark, I was like, holy shit, there's not been a fucking fall yet. God, the first yeah, there there's finally a point where uh there was nine minutes left in the match and Trisha Dora finally gets the first fall. The first, God, the first fall is so good too. Fifty one minutes in. <laughs> God, so if I recall correctly, the way this works is hold on, I'm gonna find my notes because I remember when this happened because I was waiting for this fucking move because when I did her match. She hits like, the Lariat Tubman, right? Yes. She didn't do it in the match that I reviewed for her the first time I watched one of her matches. So I was like, I wanted to see this shit on camera, and I was... God. So this sequence, basically, way goes like this. The two of them have just basically knocked each other to the ground. He hit Midor with a backpack stunner, and the two of them barely get off to knees. They're just picking up the pace, just hitting each other strike after strike. Adora gets the upper hand, hits a bunch of consecutive strikes, goes for something, but Depp and Bicycle kicks her in the face, beats the shit, kicks the shit out of her... They both go for a lariat once, hit each other. It's like two walls hitting each other. Twice, again, no one budges. And then finally, Adora catches his leg when he tries to kick her, forearms in the face, and then hits lariat Tubman for the fall. And I popped off. I was like, oh, she fucking hit it. I was like, let's uh, go. Oh, finally. And I was like, nine minutes. And I was like, oh, she's got this. There's no shot that she loses this at all. And then Deppin went fucking, like, in like, uh, what's the word I'm here? Like, uh, overtime. He, yeah. he's like asking her, like, where am I? Where, 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 where's the match going? He's like, you gotta finish the match. Fakes being yep. stunned, immediately throws her into the corner, rams her in the stomach, 
throws one leg over the middle rope, dragon screws the left leg, immediately sweeps the other leg. He just goes full-on aggressive on her. Yeah. He just... Oh, God. He does the fucking Zack Sabre Jr. hold where he locks her legs up, presses his whole body weight on her with her back first, and he's just got his head next to her head as she's dragging her way to the ropes, just dying, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, finally... Oh, my God. He... This was... This, out of all the spots in this match, I think this was the most brutal spot to me. He hits her. She comes at him after he pushes her. She pushes him to the corner. Eats a nasty knees to the face by him. He fakes a backslide, super kicks her in the face, hits a brain buster onto her, which looked fucking nasty. Somehow she kicked out. Didn't know that happened. And pissed off, he grabs her injured left leg and he just continuously slams this shit into the mat until she is forced to tap. He just keeps slamming her knee into the mat over and over and over again. She and just, just, <sighs> she is screaming in pain. He's just got this look on his face. He just sips his water. He's just staring a fucking hole in her. He's like, "I'm gonna make you fucking tap that last win." He's like, "I'm winning this shit." Mm-hmm. Playtime's fucking over. At Absol- this point, yeah, there's absolutely six brutal. minutes left in this match, and it's one to one. <laughs> So, Deppin walks over, and Adora is literally hobbling. Like, she, he forms her in the face, throws her into the fucking turnbuckle. She barely makes it there. He just whips her again. She falls. She can't even run at this point. Mm-hmm. He tries to keep it up. Adora actually hits him with this move she had earlier in the match, which legit knocked him out. Or it, he made a good sell of selling it that I was like, oh, fuck, she knocked him out. Where she twisted his arm around his back. Threw it for, like back, like threw it towards her and away from him, so that he fell face first into the mat. Like it was like a, I don't know the name of this move. Like you, like you twist your opponent's arm and you throw it backwards, and they go shoulder first into the mat. You know what I mean? Yes. It's I. It's I'm doing such a shit job at describing it, but if you watch the match, you'll know it because when she does it the first time, he lands on his head and like he legit is like knocked out, and she can she can't pin him, but. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And at this point, the two then just go word for word. Like, she goes for a bat, hits a back suplex on him, barely gets him up off of that, goes and hits an air raid crash, somehow keeping her balance. They barely get to their feet. She goes for Larry Tubman. Kent is exhausted, so exhausted that she... It's basically a clothesline that she hits on Depp in here. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, shit. She can't even get her arm up for Larry Tubman. She then hits her arm a few times. She's like, all right, I'm going to fucking hit him with this. Nails him with it. And in her desperation to win here, she full pins him, pulls his legs all the way back, deep pin, and she fucking pulls his leg onto the goddamn rope and gives him the rope break. And she looks devastated when this happens. Yeah. Yep. Like she just basically threw the win. The two of them are on the apron here, exchange a forearm to each other, then just both simultaneously kick each other in the face, knock them both out of the ring. This is the third time she's out at this point. Then they both barely get in the ring. Deppin knees her in the face. He hits a fisherman Michinoku driver, which looked brutal. Mm-hmm. Somehow Adora kicks out of it. And then fucking like a wild animal. That sounded really bad, actually, in my head. Like a wild animal, basically. Deppin grabs her out of the corner, puts her on the middle rope with her face facing the commentary. And he says, this is for you. And he calls him by his name. Because I know he says him by his name. Hits a shining wizard into the back of her head. <laughs> <laughs> then hits his double stomp finisher off the top. Somehow, again, Adora endures it and kicks out. 
And then Deppin is losing at this point, because I think at this point, there's like a minute left in the match, and he needs to pin her, but he can't. So Adora hits him. He runs to hit her with a high knee. Adora hits him with a black hole backbreaker, which looked awesome. Instantly put him in a cross face. The time counts down from 10. There's no sign he's going to tap here, and Adora then quickly turns it around into a roll-up and fucking pins him with like three seconds left in the match. Yeah, literally, literally three seconds left on the clock is oh. when the was when the ref counts to three. God, and like Deppin's just sitting there stunned, like he just lost. Adora is elated because the time goes down because you have thirty seconds for the next fall, and there's there they can't even make it. Match ends. The last the last two minutes of this match were absolutely buck wild. In, I mean, I just I, I said a bunch of it, but like I that's a lot of me glossing over that shit too because that was. They Well yeah, I, that was that was me just referencing, just like in general, like I was just I like know. saying, just like you, you you said all that. Like in general, that was all yeah. like the last like two minutes of the exactly. match. Exactly. Like we glossed over like th- like half hours of this match because of how much. Like they shit gunned they it through those last spots. Like, God damn. And I like how this match ends and Deppin says, shake my fucking hand. You did a really good job. I don't believe in intergender wrestling because you're as good as I am and we're equals and you should be proud of this fucking win. You did a great job. He Hell leaves yeah. the ring, and the camera cuts out, and Adora is sitting in the ring on her hands and knees, looking so happy that she just won that, and having that awesome fucking match. Awesome. I give this match a mark out. I, I think I'm with you there. I, I didn't think I was going to be so into it, because it was very technical and very slow for me. Yeah. But the, the ending of, the that, that like wild ending of these two just absolutely, for two minutes straight, just beating the absolute shit out of mm-hmm. each other was so worth the wait. Exactly. And like, the way I kind of just, I put this down in my head was, this match will divide people in that it is slow. It's a slow burn. If you're not, mm-hmm. look, if you're looking for like a super fast paced, like Lucha-esque or high flying S match, this match isn't probably going to be for you. Yeah. But, if, but if you like technical wrestling and you're into That's... that shit, it's good. And if you're willing to go through the, the slow part of it, the payoff, like Mikey said, is 100% worth it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, God, those last couple of minutes, I was just like in my fucking chair. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, this match was this match was good. God, I love this match. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this week uh, of all the all the we we, bleh. <laughs> we still that got wraps to... it up. I know, I know. That wraps it up for this week. Uh, we we both brought uh, two matches. We we went through the matches we both watched. So now that just leaves one last thing, and that is the double down. The double down. This is the segment of the show where me and Zach <laughs> flashback to two weeks ago at this point. Yes. Uh, and and watch matches from each other's perspectives. Zach, who went first on the double down last time we did one? You did, because I did Jamie Hayter versus Aisha Raymond at the end. Awesome. So why don't you kick us off on this week's double down? All right. You gave me Miyu Yamashita versus Allison K at Shine Wrestling. Ooh, I'm th- I forgot I gave you this match. I'm very excited to hear you talk about this. This match was really good. I really enjoyed how the first portion of this match was kind of like a duel between the two where they're each like trying to get a feel of their opponent to more. It's, it's a lot like the first, like the match we just talked about. But one thought that I, one spot that I really enjoyed, mainly because I didn't expect it, was Kay had Miu in like a fireman's carry. She went over to the ropes with her back to it and she just dumped her over the top of the fucking ropes onto the apron to the outside. I was like, excuse me? That is not. Okay. Shit. And like. Oh, man, when the two of them uh, spill out to the outside and fought, I actually enjoyed it a lot. I will say, though, I feel like it lasted a bit too long for me, but that's mainly because I couldn't see what the hell was happening half the time. You know what I mean? 
Okay, it's but, like, I swear to God, it's like this fucking idiot dog nose. I mute, he stops barking. I unmute, he starts barking. <laughs> oh, man. You know what him. I mean? I couldn't hear, I couldn't see it, but boy, howdy, could I fucking hear it. These two beat the shit out of each other, man. Like, damn. Every fucking yeah, strike yeah, these, these two. These two, it, this, it, in the words of JR... This was a slobber knocker. Yeah. Like I said before, like I couldn't see what was happening in this happening, but I just kept hearing just like yep. over I was like, oh man, I don't know what's happening, but whoever's on the re- on the receiving end of that eesh. Yeah. These these two really, really laid it in. And that was by far, in my opinion, this match's strength was just how much impact and how much like they just beat each other because it just showed how much they wanted to win the match and win the title. Which Agreed. I, I forgot this was for the championship for a second here because of how I just wanted to go over that. Fair. Like, oh my god. Then they get into the fucking ring finally, and I'm like, okay, nice. I'm like, let me see. And they just slog it out, man. Like, they're just selling it. Like, it's just great selling between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they, especially Miu. Like, there's a point here where, like, she kicks K in the head, right, and knocks her down. But because of the ankle lock that Kay previously had her in and how exhausted she was, she literally collapsed after she hit the move, hit, kicked her in the face and fell over. Yes. I was like, I was like, that's some good-ass detail right there. And uh, to make this short, since we just talked so long, I actually really like the closing sequence of this match, which for any of you that didn't hear the review from Mikey's last week, it was Kay goes for kind of like a, a, crun- a crunchy, which is like a, bell- a back-to-belly pile driver, or it's Trent Beretta's uh, Sunset Overdrive mm-hmm. on Miu. Miu countered it into a German suplex, followed it by a kick to the head, and then Kay just absolutely destroys her with a spinning lariat for the win. Yeah. I like this match a lot. I like the ending a lot. Like, I wish... I Honestly, this that that ending made me go, man, I wish you would have sprinkled a bit more of that into the match itself. And you know what the sad part is, Mikey? That was what? probably on the outside when I couldn't see what was happening when they put that yeah. in the match. <laughs> yeah. I give yeah. this match a high meh. It didn't leave Fair. me in the markout territory, but I finished this match going, yeah, Mikey knows my taste in wrestling. He kn- he knows how what I like. Yeah, I, f- I figured you might like this one. This was pretty... I-, I-, I figured you would like the strong style, technical... Like, there was like there was definitely some, like, submission holds mm-hmm. and, like, technical points in this match. Oh, yeah. And it was just very strong style, very hard-hitting, very Joshi, you know? I figured I figured you would you would be a fan of this one. Very and I'm glad so. I'm glad I guessed correctly. Alright, now let's see if you like the match that I gave you, because I remember I was not sure which match I wanted to give you last week, or two weeks ago. You, you gave me Erica Lay versus Ziggy Heim from yes. ICS Wrestling TV. I remember this, yes. Um, this match was fine. Like, yeah. I, like it was it was okay. Uh, it wasn't anything, like, absolutely bonkers. Yep. Uh, there was a few funny spots, like when, uh, the, I think Ziggy Heim had the waist lock, mm-hmm. and Lay does the Macarena to escape. <laughs> Uh, and slides out of it, which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ziggy was in control most of this match. Uh, Lay got some, Lay got a little bit of offense in on a comeback. Like like I said, there wasn't any like crazy spots in this one. It was just a good wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the end, Ziggy ends up. Uh, it looks like Lay setting up for a finisher, uh, and Ziggy kind of reverses it and gets her into a backslide and gets to one, two, three, and it ends yeah. like pretty quick. Yeah, uh, not a long match. No, it wasn't a long match. There wasn't really a lot of. Uh, a lot of points where I felt it was necessary for me to take note. Uh, like I said, it was just like the the small little spots, you know. Yeah, it was. I think the best way yeah, I would describe this is the little things. I think if I recall correctly, I liked a lot of the facial expressions and like little stuff they added here. But the wrestling, I think I recall, was fine. 
Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's I think that 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 sums it up pretty well. The wrestling was fine, but the personalities were shining. Yeah. You know? I think I like very very strong personalities in yeah. this one, but like very okay wrestling. Yeah. I think I walked away thinking to myself, I want to see these two have like a really good match. Yeah, like, cuz I don't think they're I don't think I I don't think but I don't think either of them are bad by far. Oh, I just not think at all. I think this match just felt very safe. You know, that like there was too. no, there was no big, there was no like crazy special moves. It was a lot of basic stuff. It was like the, it was like just a basic heel versus face matchup. Mm-hmm. It just felt very safe. And like, they were playing it very by the books. Yeah. Um, and I would like to see them, you know, like, like, uh, make their own playbook a little bit here. Like, like, and, and like, like take that personality and put it into your moves, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that, like, I feel like if they just combined like the big personalities, they both had this match and like put it into their move sets, we would have had a banger, mm-hmm. but like, it was like big personalities, fine wrestling, you know, it was yeah. like a weird dichotomy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it was fine. I give it a meh. Uh, it was short, short and sweet. I like, I, I liked it, but it wasn't, uh, absolutely bonkers mind blowing mm-hmm. uh so i give it a meh it was good i think i gave it something like that too yeah I, I think that's that's about right for this one uh yeah so that's that's everything that's it oh we man. did it we another did episode it. in the in the books in the old in the old uh archive so if you like if you liked this ep- if you liked independent waters thank you all for tuning in we appreciate you being here, uh, and we would love it if you can just go over to, App- to Apple Podcasts and give us that five-star review. Helps a budding podcast like ourselves get to more listeners, and we'd love that. We'd love that for you guys as well, because then you have more people to geek out on the show with. Uh, and I know you would love that. So please give us a five-star review over there if you can. And go check out the other shows here on the network. We have Hit the Books every Friday. We have Your Dose of Death every thir- every Tuesday. And How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling every thursday and obviously independent waters every wednesday if you and and we have g1 and only every other monday uh so we have we have different shows for different folks around here whatever kind of brand of wrestling you like we probably have something for you and if you're more of a fan of video content we also have a youtube channel over at count out wrestling podcast network we put a bunch of fun video content up there if you want to go check that out as well and if you want to know anything that's to do with this podcast network, go check out countoutpod.com, where we have basically everything to do with every show on this network <laughs> uh, and everything that ever had to do with the Countout Network ever. And if you feel like interacting with us or suggesting matches for us here on Independent Waters, go check out Twitter over at hit the, over at Countout. Oh, wow, I almost went back to the old, old one. Over Oof. at Countout. Over, <laughs> or, or, go check out our Twitter over at countoutpod. Uh, where we interact with the fans. You could suggest matches for Independent Waters from to me or Zach. Uh, we'd love to hear your suggestions. We'd love to get fan suggestions in. Uh, we loved it. We would love to watch the matches that you love and give our own little review of it. So if you if you have a match suggestion for us, like I said, over on Twitter at CountOutPod. Um, and if you just want to hang out with us, that's usually the place to do it too. We're we're pretty active over there, uh, and we love we love to, we love interacting with the the wrestling Twitter. <laughs> it's always fun. Uh, <laughs> I think that about wraps it up for the plugs. Uh, Zach, you got anything? Uh, nope. Well, then that just leaves me with one more thing to say, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring.
This has been a Countout Podcast.